0: What is the one piece of advice you would give to a bloke to be one percent better every day?
1: Find that goal. Know you're working towards it. Um, Keep chipping away every day. Whether that's putting money aside, whether that's being happier, being more successful at work. You're doing one one thing every day that sort of puts you further towards that. Um, Find a hobby, something you like doing, somewhere you lead your head, and make sure you spend at least a good hour every week doing that. When it comes to your career job, your house, don't overthink it, just sort of let it happen. Too many boys sort of stressing themselves out, thinking it, Maybe planning too far in advance. Just uh, yeah, focus a bit more on the day and enjoy the day instead of trying to enjoy a day five years down the track.
0: Yeah. yeah. Being present in today uh, I think is really
1: important. I've yeah. so. been present in the now, not so much the, the day, just the here and now and enjoying that making that time for family, friends, mates. Yeah, taking some time to enjoy, you, enjoy your life as well as getting to where you want to be.
0: Yeah, perfect. No, So um, the n-
1: next part is normally,
0: so we, we're we just going to jump in just very quickly, just introduce yourself, uh, your one minute sort of who you are, where you're from, you know, what do you do for Crust just so people have a bit of a baseline of, of
1: where you're coming from. Righto. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Sam Bigwood, uh, currently got a job with uh, Mental Health Council of Tasmania. Uh, project officer, state ward, uh, I'm trying to create a literacy program to when people are in that happy space, trying to keep them in that happy space, trying to use some of the burden on the current medical system. Uh, I've spent the last look, four years in Northern Territory uh, doing community services work out through there. Uh, learned a lot up in there, seen a lot of interesting things in some of the remote communities. Uh, prior to that, sort of yeah, strong background in agriculture and yeah, worked my way around Australia and worked on a lot of different properties around the place and then sort of started to see, especially farmers are through Queensland, so now how they're doing it. Um, so, yeah, pushed into the mental health sort of things. I sort of get into youth work, but, yeah, sort of mental health, sort of become mental health, suicide prevention become the main focus. Uh, come back in Tassie this year and, yeah, lost a really good mate to suicide, so that's where we started the Brothers Keeper page from that I uh, got in touch with Aaron through one of the Men's First Aid courses and, yeah, sort of been involved with Man uh, Up Tassie ever since and yeah, a few of the other men's groups around the place. And, yeah, love that there's actually a focus now on men's health and we are starting to say it is an issue.
0: For me to, to obviously have you on board with all the experience that you've got and also something that I just want to throw out there to to the guys that might be listening or, or watching this podcast Um Although you do work for mental health counsellor, Tassie, like I don't want sort of any everyone to sort of think that you are like a, a mental prof, mental health professional, not to <coughs> sort of downplay what you're at, but uh, um, this podcast is simply about blokes um, just pretty much talking shit about like mental health and, and helping blokes just be that little bit better. It's not about that sort of um, clinical advice or or real high – do you know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to – And that's what, I call a, <laughs>
1: that's what I love about – the job and sort of where it's at i don't not to downplay the professionals in the industry there is a lot of professionals and stuff and a lot of people go and do a lot of hard work and that professional side sort of it but i've always been a big believer that half the key to mental health comes back to cold beer country music and having your mates around and there's nothing better than standing around here today prime example beautiful weather a couple of mates go for a ride go up into sheffield up through the mountains Get a few mates around home on a Friday, Saturday night, and you're know those people you can bounce your problems off. Then it's got definitely got a place in the mental health system. And yeah,
2: we've spoke lots about that previously at your old address that's about having that conversation. And it's not necessarily about um, results or anything, it's just about having a conversation and being there and, and having an, a safe space to say something if you want to, and also not say anything if you don't want to. So yeah, I really agree with that. Just as long as you're doing what you enjoy with the people that you enjoy doing it with, and if that is sitting at a computer by yourself, that's fine too as long yeah. as you are taking that time to really understand
1: where you are at. It's all about having a laugh and sort of knowing what it is you enjoy doing, whether that's riding bikes, drinking beers, whatever. It's best, sharing it with good people. Yeah. Take, taking some of that time to download and empty that bucket. Yeah. get some Get some space back. Yeah, I said that with the bike that you load up the week's problems, put your hand on the tank when you're filling it up, and load the, all, the, all the week's problems into the tank you bike and get out on the highway and one down, five up, blow all the week's problems out. You out the parts of the bike and not burn carrying them into next week. They're last week's problems. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a really good point, mate, and it's probably a good segue into the next sort of question that I think I, I sent through to you at the beginning. But you've obviously got a lot of experience in this place, and you've you've spoken to a lot of people. What would be some of the best or the the key um, strategies that you would use yourself to help maintain your sort of mental health and what kind of um, strategies, tools or suggestions would you sort of give to
1: others to to help them sort of manage their mental health? Don't be ashamed of it. Everyone goes through hard times. Hard times are what Um Some of us don't have the most prettiest past, but they what all got you to here and there. What you did yesterday's not a lot of reflection on who you are today. One step towards today's, yeah, one step towards your future. Uh, for me, it was sort of going, well, yeah, I did fuck up a lot in the past. Um, that was 10, 15 years ago and sort of being able to sort of sit there with blokes now and go, you can make mistakes. You're not going to change it for the rest of your life and sort of being able to know where you want to end up, be able to give something back to whether it's a community organisation, whether it's a charity, whether it's anything, just give some of your own time just to sit down and hear other people's stories. Once you sort of hear how hard some people do it around the place, it opens your eyes up that maybe you're what you're going through, someone else is going through it, don't be afraid to talk to someone. Yeah, there's enough, there's enough people out there and with enough similar experiences that someone might be able to help. I think it was a, a movie, a good Australian movie in the 80s that sort of said that whatever you're going through, Someone's already been through it and they've wrote it down. Pick up a book, pick up a phone, find a mate. Just find someone, bounce it off them, and they'll probably, they don't know how to answer it themselves. They know 10 people at night. Do you find that uh, the big old Aussie
2: way of men don't cry and, you know, they do bottle it up and that's what causes them to to get to that rock bottom before they seek help and they are ashamed to find help before Definitely they get there?
1: Um, I don't know. It's sort of being said. Around the place, we've heard in a lot of conversations recently that up until 10, 15 years ago, men didn't talk about their problems. you had a problem with someone, you sorted it out down the pub on a Friday night. Um, that was it. It was done. It was dusted. Times have changed. We don't. We're not designed to sit around and talk. Um, all throughout history, we've sort of sat there and been able to fight things out or whatever and this whole thing that we don't talk, we are trying on. Blokes all around the country are trying to talk. They're trying to go to services, services designed to deal with blokes, not all well, the time because it is a new thing. Lord. Do you think that it's blokes not talking, or do you think that we just don't know how to listen? I think it's don't know how to listen. Um, yeah, definitely. Or too many people are afraid, afraid to use the straight up language that blokes use, or you won't walk into any professional service and they'll tell you to get fucked. And- Go over there, make make yourself a coffee, or it's not like the bandy you get around a pub. You get a bit of truth serum in mean, most blokes, they'll tell you what's going on. Heard a great analogy of it a couple of months ago by an old publican that blokes used to come in, they'd have their used to be six beers on a Friday night. The first two beers, they sort of go, they're talking about the footy, they're saying good day to everyone around them. Third and fourth beer, they start talking about their weeks, what's going on. Fourth and fifth beer, they start talking their problems, they're having problems with their finances, problems with their relationships. Six beer, they absorb it all, they leave it all leave it all there on the bar, they go home. For some blokes, or d- dissolving it all down the pub on a Friday night, used to be the way that we sorted it out.
2: But yeah. back to the referring as being poor listeners, we would just listen and that was it. We wouldn't, if Aaron told me about all his problems and we just sat there, had six beers and listened and we would walk back home and... And that was it.
1: Been able to debrief it. You're not carrying De- it. Yeah.
2: He's debriefed it, but we also haven't fixed anything either. Yep. We, we, we just know there's a problem. We know there's We're a problem. we we'll probably come back or so whatever. We, we need to be better listeners and, and seek that support if it is needed in those circumstances. But you know, I, for one, wouldn't know where to find a lot of that support. It's, you know, you've know, you got to speak to the right people and, and put them in touch with the right people to
1: and get that, the results. That, that, that is starting to change a fair bit. Um, Using the analogy a fair bit recently, that Crocodile Dundee said it perfectly in, in the movie in the 80s that everyone needs more mates. Well, it something about you don't have problems, you, walk, you don't have psychiatrists and walk about Creek. You got a problem there, you just tell Wally, Wally tells the old town, no more problem. And it's sort of become like a thing here that everyone needs more mates. COVID's made people a lot more isolated. It's getting people back to those basics of just sitting down by a river, having a yarn, sitting on the tailgate of a ute javni and yeah, no one you walk alone really good point like
0: i was just absorbing obviously what you you know what you said and and we've had heaps of conversations about this in the past so yeah. um you know from a man up to his point of view like we've been working together now for for quite a while so we obviously share a, a lot of sort of common beliefs but um, i think it's really important for blokes to hear that um it's okay to to not it's also okay to not understand how you're feeling because we've never, blokes are just not wired that way. Ah. I, I sort of, I, I don't know what evidence is out there to sort of back that up, but um, I think just through my sort of experience and through experiences of talking to numerous other people as well, um, you know, we just don't necessarily understand our emotions so well that we can
1: articulate what it is that we're feeling. And that's it. A lot of blokes don't know how to articulate things. Well, you try and go into a service and tell them what's going on, and it's a shame job. You trying to sit there and say to someone that your finances are rooted or, yeah, something's going on at home, or we meant to be able to provide for our families. It is a shame. It is, it is hard to walk through those doors for the first time, and how do you even have that conversation? Or We all go through shit, and we've all had hard times, but being able to sort of sit there and go, yeah, I'm struggling. I've like once be able to do that. It's, so, yeah. A lot of blokes, don't, I. To start that conversation, I think that's where one of your original topics of man up Taz came from too, wasn't
0: it, And Rather than having a set of doors that someone has to walk through, you take those that that conversation to the people, yep, and and catch them in the sit in the, not catch them, you know, catch them, but but take that conversation to where they're comfortable rather than.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. do seek it out. Yeah,
0: yeah. it was it, the original concept of Man Up Taz, um, and not to talk about it too much because it's not a Man Up Taz sort of specific podcast. But um, it was to catch blokes where they are, not create another spot for them to come to.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, like I mean, you know, for for so many men, like one, they don't know when they've potentially they don't know when they've got a fucking problem. So you need to go to where they are just all the time. Um, and from from our po- like from our point of view, like we look at, um, so you know I won't harp on too much, but talking to community, like so many community members just said, oh, there's so many reactive services that exist out there um, in our system here in Tassie. But uh, look, I imagine it's the same system across Australia, and then probably even like worldwide. To be fair, like where. Everyone's really reactive to a lot of mental health problems, but they're not really looking at the um, the proactive response of, of education and providing that education to a community so that they can better help themselves. And that's what Man Uptaz is all about, that whole the philosophy we live by and die by is, um, you know, based on a, a millennia-old sort of proverb of, you know, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, you teach a man how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. That whole sort of idea of teaching people how to sort of manage their mental health. Um, so, what what are what are some ways that we can sort of manage our, our mental health um, now and and into the future? And I think personally, I think the best way is is community capacity building um, uh, across the board. So. That's what I loved about I man
1: up sort of at the start that it is about providing that education and how do we stay in that happy place? Well, yeah. we all go through shit dawns, <laughs> or We're all going to face it sooner or later. But maybe the answer isn't always, always, the answer might be in the toolbox. We need half a dozen tools. We don't just need some prescription medication to sit in the same house that, yeah, okay, we, we go through things and we might, mental health might become a factor of it. But it's not one tool that we provide people with. It's the full toolbox. We give people, the friends, the connection to a financial counsellor or a psychologist. We give them someone to talk to. We give them. Place to vent, yeah, catch it before crisis, catch it before crisis, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So, try and push you back from that pointy end, yeah. Try, yeah. The one that, I don't know, medication's definitely got its place, is the answer. It's a conversation we could have for hours on end. Tool in a toolbox, yeah, it is a tool like, in a toolbox, yeah. And, and look,
0: the same, I have a personal belief that you know, it's the same as talking, like, yeah. talking is a tool in a toolbox, like, at the end of the day. You know, talking can help, but talking is a diagnostic tool of understanding. Um, you know, I, I don't talking obviously just helps sort of having this sort of shit talk, but um, you know, it might not actually get down to the root of the problem. You actually need to understand what the problem is to to then fix it. Um, I digress a little bit from you know dribbling shit, but um, to go back and you sort of mentioned a little bit, if you don't mind, just sharing sort of perhaps some of your mental health journey, like. Um, you know where have where have you sort of been? Um, what kind of actions have you put in place to to get yourself to where you are today?
1: Yeah, all that. As my kids sort of coming up, yeah, I used to be the short little fat kid, so that was always a bit of fun at school. Um yeah, used <clears> to <throat> yeah, that was always a ran into those blokes a couple of years later, and uh, that was an interesting conversation when you'd grown a foot and a half, and uh, yeah, hit the gym for a fair while. Beers of one out over the summer. Um, lost an old man to a pub fort uh, when I was about 15. So, yeah, sort of hit a fair bit of solace in uh, the alcohol and the drug scene for a while and, yeah, party like a, a rock star for a fair while and, yeah, got myself in a fair bit of trouble and ended up doing yeah, a bit of a government-funded fun, holiday there for a minute and went back to the mainland and ran around with some interesting characters And sort of started to see then and there that air was heading nowhere fast. So, yeah, went up to the high country um, up in New South Wales there and air running horses up through the mountains. And it was a bit of a shame job when uh, 65-year-old men are out running (laughs) you. Yeah, I love their approach to, yeah, sort of their mental health up there. Yeah, a lot of things could be fixed with uh, being outdoors. Um, So, yeah, put their head back in the books and, yeah, got into – what I wanted to do first, we did a PT course and always been a big one for trying to push yourself, trying to move that bit forward. So even yeah, personal development, that's sort of what does affect a lot of blokes is when they become stagnant. So you're yeah, trying to always learn something new. And <clears throat> I had an opportunity oh, probably four years ago to go up in the Territory and yeah go and work in some remote communities up there. And yeah, it was a big one for you know, mental health, sort of saying how hard a lot of people so, I knew that from Melbourne, how hard a lot of people did it, but saying that the First Nations people, saying what it's like up there in Territory, it was a bit of an eye opener. So, yeah, pushed a few more courses out and yeah, had the goal of uh, after two years in community, I was going to buy myself Harley. And, um, yeah, sitting out there in the driveway now and <laughs> can't believe it. Yeah, a lot of, lot of life's issues can be solved in. Uh, one of that one thing you love, that one thing you enjoy, whether that's riding bikes, racing cars, or riding horses, if you got that place that you can just escape the world, and video game or whatever, mobile phone or whatever, you can escape the world for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah no, it, it, mate, I can, you know, attest to a lot of that. Like, obviously, what you were just saying towards the end there, like, for me, it's, you know, it's going to the gym. Yep. You know, that that time to just sit there and not think about anything else. Um, and I imagine, you know, from having a, I won't call it a race car, but a car that was not even fast, a car. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I used yeah. to drive through some twisties at a, a speed that was probably um, not recommended, but, um, you know, I can understand where you're coming from with that. It, yeah, really powerful. And and thanks for sharing, um, I guess, your story about sort of where you come from because, um, I think it's really important to know that, like, you know, your lived experience sort of builds who you are, where you are today. And I think you made that really important point at the beginning about how, um, you know, we can't judge someone based on, you know, some actions that they made some 15, 20 odd years ago.
1: So, Um, a lot of blokes out there, look, we do put barriers on ourselves that we've got a criminal record, or it does become harder to get a job. So that becomes a barrier in front of you, struggling to read and write don't try and put ourselves through courses, the a shame job sort of thing around it. So it's, yeah, my, well, most folks have got the capability to be able to do anything they bloody want. And well, that deployment the other week, mm. could find do deployment leadership management, could have called just after Christmas to say that we're cutting the funding, that's it. Yeah. Finish this up in a couple of months or you just wasted all your time when all stuff is then. Um yeah, a couple of days later he calmed down and went, ah is approved. Yeah, a week and a half did have eight modules out of a diploma and yeah, or well, when we do set out more and say anything, blokes can achieve any And you finished it. And finished it.
0: Yeah. Haven't got it back, but you finished no, it. I've got it back now. I oh, have yeah? Yeah. Pass. Passed it. Fucking winning. Fucking win. Uh, well done, right? Good on uh, you. epic. Six days, <clears throat> eight modules. Yeah. For anyone that says that they don't have time to do study or to do sort of uh, further learning, um, Sam's one of the busiest people that I know and he managed to do it. So I think anyone can can do something if they put enough sort of, put, put their mind to, to it. Um, I think most people can sort of accomplish pretty much anything that you sort of set your mind to.
1: And that's a good thing. Well, with, it, with a lot of the online learning and stuff, you do it at your own pace. So it's half hour here and there and it's a, Bloody good sense of satisfaction at the end of it. For a lot of bikes, it is a place to pay with your name on the end of it. And yeah,
0: well done, mate. Um, so, last question, sort of for the podcast, and we get everyone to sort of wrap up by giving this to, it, like, answering this question. But um, what would you sort of uh, what what advice would you give to eighteen year old, twenty year old Sam, twenty five year old Sam?
1: Eighteen year old Sam, put some money aside. Don't waste it all every weekend. Um, don't party too hard one of the biggest things at at 19 years old or left Tassie and travelled around Australia. I'd recommend that to absolutely anyone. Go and jump on a station, go jump on the property, meet some people, meet people from all around the world. What what you're seeing as you're growing up or, yeah, some of the people you meet on the road, they'll change your life forever. They'll become some of the best mates you've ever known. 21-year-old team will... uh, Looking back on it, those were some pretty good times. Um, yeah, sort of on the mainland, wild and free. Twenty-four-year-old probably would have said, "Yeah, study harder, put you in the books." And I don't think I would have. Yeah, still, don't think I would have gone for a uni. had yeah, diplomas, um, or diplomas or uh, online courses. There you go. Know where you want to end up in the future, but don't say no to a good time. Enjoy those times where you might enjoy those random adventures. Enjoy those fuck it days where you go fuck it. It's a nice day. I'm going to jump in the car and I'm going to go over Bin Long Bay for three days. Fuck it. Enjoy it. Perfect.
0: Perfect yeah. way to end it as well, mate. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Uh, and no doubt we'll probably have you on again in the future. Cheers, mate. We'll thanks. thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thanks.